This is your bonus miles. Here's Autumn. It's your girl, Autumn Miles, coming back to you with, you know what, something that um, is going to be special. You guys know about our adoption journey and how God really radically changed my life through our adoption journey. I have talked about it so many times. It is a part of my testimony and just my entire world. I have got a very, very special guest on with me, Kirk Cameron. I know he's a household name. He needs no introduction. Y'all might remember him from Growing Pains. He also did all the Left Behind stuff and Fireproof, which was incredible. And to be honest, his bio is so thick. I couldn't even talk all about what he does, but uh, he really needs no introduction. He is on the show because... He has just released a brand new film that talks all about adoption called Life Mark. So I want you to give a warm welcome to Kirk Cameron, who is joining us today. Welcome, Kirk. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Autumn. I'm doing great. Uh, I'm doing really, really well. Really grateful to be on your show. And I couldn't help but laugh with you. When someone says that you're a household name, it always leaves me with a mixed, a mixed bag of feelings because <laughs> Jesus was a household name. And, and, you know, he was either the fragrance of life or he was the aroma of death, That's depending true. on uh, what people thought of him. And so I know that there's those who, they love growing pains and they love fireproof and all the rest. And then there are those who just, I'm a stench in their nostrils. <laughs> so I guess it just comes with being a household name. My For my people, they're going to love you. I know they're going to be super excited to talk to you. You won't be a stench well, in their nostrils, I promise. I'll be an aroma <laughs> of life. I'll do my very best. There you go. Okay, so I viewed Life Mark last night. I have adopted, just tell you a little bit about me, uh, two children. I have two bio, and I have my younger babies were both adopted. They were adopted nine weeks apart. So I, I read that your children are adopted one year apart. We did nine weeks, which was a totally God thing. It wrecked every part of me last night. It was yes. a moment. It was a I stood up <laughs> and I told my husband, I don't know if I love that or if I never want to watch it. It's like two of those things. Like it was so good in a good way. It's like the passion of the Christ. Like you can't, I feel like you right. can't watch that right. that many times because you just evoke so much emotion. It was it really does great. So I want to talk all about adoption, obviously in the movie and just tell you, thank you for doing this from an adoptive mom. You're welcome. My, my babies are seven and a half, both of them. And it told my story uh, last night. So um, but it also told their story, and it also told the birth mom's story and the birth father's story, which I was really grateful for. So tell me about Life Mark. Why a movie on adoption right now? Why did you decide to sign on to this film? Well, I think you've already told everybody <laughs> uh, why they need to go see it, because it will wreck every part of them, but also yes. put you back together in a way that gives you such a deeper and uh, intensified love for life yeah. and for the gift of adoption. So this is particularly meaningful to me because as you said, my wife and I, who met on the set of Growing Pains, Chelsea played my girlfriend. Um, I married Mike Seavers 
girl and we've now been married for 31 years. We've got six kids and our first four kids are adopted. So we adopted our first four kids. My wife is also an adopted child. And oh. if she hadn't been born, either would our two natural born children. So my whole family exists because of people who have chosen to value and celebrate and protect life. Uh, this movie is coming at an unbelievable time. Autumn, think about this. I mean, who would have ever thought in our lifetime that mm. Roe versus Wade would be gone? Mm. And then right on the heels of that Supreme Court decision comes a movie into the theaters that's all about celebrating the value <laughs> of life and the beauty of adoption. Yeah. Uh, and it's based on a true story. So this is not a political film. It's not an anti-abortion movie. This is the real life story of an 18 year old girl who changes her mind through an agonizing choice and she chooses adoption. She hides her pregnancy and the birth from her parents. Nobody even knows that she had a child, places him for adoption thinking she'll never see him again. And then 19 years later, she gets a phone call saying that he wants to meet with her. And she's already been remarried and she already has other kids and she thinks that he probably hates her guts for giving him away to somebody that she doesn't even know, for abandoning him, uh, mm. for lack of a better phrase. And in reality, the opposite is true. He wants to meet her to thank her mm -hmm. for being the one that gave him life and allowed him to grow up with such a beautiful family. So it is full of heart and humor. It's full of action. It's got skydiving, cliff jumping, yes. uh, ATVs, knife throwing, and it's funny and it'll require at least three or four Kleenexes because it is very emotional and it is very inspiring. I think, you know, I've never seen a film or really anything that, you know, adoption just doesn't affect the adoptee and then the adoptive parents. You know, there are other people involved and then families of those people. Oh, my goodness. That are involved. And I love the fact that this film shows all of that. What went behind the thinking of that? Or was that just an automatic decision? Yes, we're going to show the backstory of all of this. Well, if I'm understanding your, your question correctly, um, I first learned about this story when someone sent me a link to a short documentary called I Lived on Parker Avenue. Okay. And I saw this and I just, I lost it because as an adoptive father, I understood the impact, mm. uh, the, the importance of this message. And I knew it had to be turned into a movie, but I haven't really made a movie like this before. So I called my friends, the Kendrick brothers who made Fireproof, Courageous, War Room, uh, Overcomer. And I said, hey guys, would you just look at this story Am I crazy for trying to turn this into a movie? And they said, you know, we watched the story, we prayed about it, and we normally don't make movies that come from the ideas of other people. We make our own things, but we believe that this is the movie we're supposed to make with you. And I said, man, that's great. So we produced the movie together and we began to interview the real life people. And this movie follows their story as closely as possible. So everything you saw from the scenes to the, the skydiving, the cliff jumping, to um, all the, the funny characters like Nate, all of the humor and all of the emotion. That's what really happened. It's what they really said. And we even have some secret actors in the movie that play some of the roles. And if you stay till the end of the movie in the theaters, we will reveal to you who they are, the real birth mother and the real child who the whole movie is about 
play two of the characters in the movie and you don't even know it until the end. I think that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you because it was very real. I could see myself in some of the conversations. Like I, there is a scene where the birth mother um, gives over David, which is the child, and you see her kind of step back alone. Like in my own brain, I have a picture of both of my children's birth mothers in that moment. I had to turn it off when I saw that. And I told my husband, (laughs) someone knew what they were doing because this is an actual moment that happens to like adoptive parents see and birth mothers experience. So I was wondering how close, uh, I mean, obviously your adoptive father, but then it was their story. How, how much influence did you listen to from them and how much is truly based on their story? We, this, this story is so amazing. We could not have written something as good as this. This follows what really truly happened. So we're not making this up. We're not trying to put things together to make a political point or enhance what really happened. This stuff is actually what occurred. And can you imagine, we had the real birth mother, Melissa, uh, there on set. Mm. And she was behind the camera watching the scenes. If you can imagine when the young Melissa at 18 years old is in what she calls the silver room. That's the abortion clinic with all of the silver trays and the silver instruments. Uh, And she heard the voice of God in her heart say, there's still time, get up, get up. And she jumps off of that table. She was, the real mom was watching the actress recreate that scene. Can you imagine how that made her feel? I mean, the two of them, when they said cut, the two came together, the actress and the real birth mom, and just cried together as they relived those moments. And then other moments where the birth mom actually embraces her 19-year-old son for the first time. I couldn't even handle it. (laughs) And then she sits down and asks him the hard questions like, did you ever think of me? Um, Did you ever hate me? Uh, did I make the wrong decision? <laughs> All of these things are killer. I'm uh, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it right now because these are real life conversations and questions and fears and answers. And LifeMark uh, just sort of lays it all out there for you. So if if you're looking for a movie that is deeply moving, man, take your kids, help your children to celebrate life and to understand the beauty of adoption. Uh, this This is a movie that is perfectly timed and it's got the message for our generation. I think that scene where the birth mom comes out and, you know, David is standing there and they kind of embrace. I mean, again, it was another pause moment for me because I am yeah. looking I'm looking forward to the to that potentially happening in my own life. And then you see the adoptive mom standing back and she's watching this embrace and I was destroyed but I also felt so thankful (laughs) it was real like I think sometimes you know we we get the idea that Christian movies are you know not truly authentic I can tell you it felt very authentic and I know from a birth mom uh, uh, adoptive mom standpoint what she said how she interjected when he came and said you're gonna be my mom oh my gosh I can't even you're going to be my mom and you're always going to be my mom before he went to meet the birth mom. I was like, she said, I remember what she said. She said, I think I needed to hear that today. And I'm like, I needed to hear that. Yes. Totally. Totally. It's so good. And then the reason it felt so real is because we literally talked to them, interviewed them 
for months before we wrote the script and we just transcribed what they really said. Wow. So those lines, those words are just real. Yeah. Um, okay. I could talk to you all day about this because I just, I really did love it. I was mad a little bit that I cried the whole time. But um, it was refreshing, I think. I don't, I think to see all the different perspectives. I want to talk for a second. I know we just have a few minutes about there are so many people, especially right now, that are interested in adoption, that are interested in jumping into this journey. From the perspective of this movie, what do you hope to show them, inspire them, maybe give them some insight? to I know God has anointed this movie to be out at this time. It's unmistakable after I watched it. Um, what do you hope to tell those people that are potentially looking at jumping into the adoption journey? So th there's a lot of issues that are dividing our country right now. And, and this is just one of them, but people are spitting mad about the overturning of Roe versus Wade. How do we respond as the family of faith? Well, there's only one right way to respond. And that's by looking at the whole situation through the lens of love. I think mm. we can agree on that. Yeah. How do we view a very difficult and messy situation of an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy? Um, do we look for a solution that's just a solution for the mother and forget about the, birth, the, the father who also is responsible for creating this child? Do we come up with reasons why we can sort of ignore that this actually is a human baby and talk about you know bodily autonomy and all those sorts of things? Or do we step back with a wide angle lens of love and say, how can we meet the needs of a birth mother who is in a difficult situation and meet the needs of this unborn child with their future ahead of them? How do we also meet the needs of the couples out there who are longing for children and unable to produce children? And if we can look at the situation that way, we begin to see that there's a third option and that's the adoption option. Mm -hmm. And that begins to melt away many of the fears. And it's an answer to people's prayers. And it demonstrates that every life is precious and that the choices we make don't just impact us. Mm -hmm. They impact countless numbers of people. I mean, think about it. Jesus himself yeah. was the product of an unplanned pregnancy yeah. <laughs> from Mary's human perspective. Yeah. Think about Moses. He was decreed to be destroyed by the government mandate, but he was spared. And that one life led to the saving of millions of lives. Mm -hmm. And we have to step back and say, what would love say that we should do in response to a very difficult situation? And I think that Melissa uh, did that. And we get to watch her story in the movie Life Mark, and we see just how many lives were impacted by this one selfless and loving choice. My adopted son's name is Moses. And um, he just found out he, after reading his own Bible. Those are some big, Bible, big shoes to fill. <laughs> he ran into my room the other night and he said, did you know that Moses in the Bible was adopted? And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I did. We had a long conversation about that. You're right. There is a third option and it's a beautiful option and you display it so well in this film. Life Mark is the name of the movie. I want you to, to talk just what, uh, uh, one, one more question before we go. And I want you to talk, you, you touched on it a little bit, but I really want to kind of talk about just a little bit more God's love for his children.
children through adoption. Um, If you could just hit, there is a lot of talk about, you know, um, I'm praying for you. We're praying for you in this film. It's definitely a Christian film. But talk about your perspective of God's love through adoption and um, sort of getting that through this film. It's it's interesting that I have family members who are not able to get pregnant. They're trying. They though desperately want children, and uh, so they're beginning to consider uh, adoption. Now, my wife and I actually chose adoption from the very beginning. That doesn't make us more spiritual or anything like that. My wife just was adopted, and that was always special for her growing up. So was her brother, and so to her, that was her first choice. And to me, I just wanted to be a dad. I didn't need to be the DNA donor. We just want a family. And it's interesting that when we talk about God's love for us as his children, the Bible says that um, that when we believe the gospel, we receive the spirit of God and the spirit of adoption, and we become his children. God actually chose to use the vehicle of adoption to form his family of faith. It's not having yeah. Jewish blood or... Italian blood or American blood or Canadian blood. It's not about your parents' religion. It's about adoption. And so that should tell us something that adoption is not a plan B. It's not uh, a lesser option. In the economy of God, adoption is this beautiful method by which God chooses us in love, not based on anything we've done to deserve it, He has just bestowed his love upon us. And in response, we love him in return and we get to call him our father. That's just a beautiful Mm. thing. And it comes out very naturally when you watch the story of Life Mark. You see that this wasn't wasn't, Mm. uh, some plan B. This was God's plan A for all the people involved, the birth parents, the child, the adoptive parents, the grandparents, and all who are gonna come from them. Uh, Without David's life, um, as he said in his own words, his family's life would be uh, much more boring, not nearly as as fun, Yeah, (laughs) and it would be impoverished because his life is so valuable. Oh my goodness, it was so, so good. One last question, I know I said that that was the last question. Did they really go skydiving? I was trying to figure out, can you not tell me? I'm like, it actually looks like they went skydiving at the end of yeah. the movie. So there are some effects in there to keep everybody safe. But yes, uh, real skydiving was involved. We hired some stunt people. We had airplanes. We have all sorts of things. And uh, when you watch it, you'll lose your stomach as you're watching the skydiving scenes. And the cliff jumping was real, too. There was probably a 50-foot cliff. Oh. And uh, and the guys jumped off that cliff. So it, it's most everybody did their own stunts. I loved it. It was very cool. Guys, the movie is Life Mark. You are going to want to get this. You're going to want to take your family, take your kids. It comes out September 9th. So I want you to go. I want you to get the uh, take your family. If you have any questions about adoption, if you and your husband are talking about adoption, go watch this movie. I am telling you that from my own experience, I saw myself in that movie. So... Kirk, thank you so much for coming on the show today and just sharing your heart and your perspective on this movie. And thank you for giving it to us to watch and to enjoy. We really appreciate it. Oh, it's an honor to talk with you, Autumn. Thank you so much for having me on the show and um, keep up the great work.
Thank you so much. All right. Have a good day. And Thanks. thank you guys for listening. I will see you next time right here on The Autumn Mile Show. See you at the movies. That was your bonus miles. To find out more, go to autumnmiles.com.